Universal Credit is driving many self-employed people out of their mind right now. Um, I'm going to be sharing my experience and a bit of advice from being in the system. Time for me to run my mouth about the reality of being self-employed and running your own business. Welcome to MBFM. I'm your host, Jack Morton. This pandemic has hit everyone hard. If you're not queuing to get into the supermarket, you're sat at home, thumbing through your Facebook feed, checking Instagram, LinkedIn, just anything to keep yourself busy. There will be a lot of self-employed people now making universal credit claims, just purely out of necessity. I mean, that's what the system's there for. As a benefit system goes, in theory, it does work. The more you earn, the less they pay out on a monthly basis. If you've had a bad month, they'll help you until you can get back on your, on your feet. You know, Once you've got solid footing again, you don't need to use the system. In practice, not so much. With so many people trying to game the system by claiming to be self-employed, it actually makes it harder for those who are genuinely using the system as intended just to support them through what is a rough patch. They do have some weird hoops for you to jump through. The oddest one is proving that you're actually actively advertising your business to bring in more work. Seems logical on the face of it, but when you have to provide evidence such as a business card, a flyer or even a Facebook page, it seems a little bit silly because these, especially to me and anybody else who runs a business, are all things that can be easily faked and doesn't actually mean you're actively looking for work. So how do you go about showing them that you've got a mailing list that you're sending emails out to without breaking GDPR um, or that you're running a targeted local SEO campaign just that you're waiting for to get some traction? I'm not saying they shouldn't ask for evidence, but I feel it is a little bit daft being told by somebody at the job centre, oh yeah, you are advertising your business, good job. The next problem that you may encounter is being paid twice in one month. This is a common issue with the DWP because they use the RTI feed, real-time income feed, to work out payments. Makes sense, your wage changes on a monthly basis so your claim will be adjusted. Your universal credit claim is based on 30 days. If your accountant has submitted, say, February's PAYE on the 1st of March, which is fine with HMRC, but has then submitted March's PAYE on the 30th of March, again, well within the HMRC's guidelines, what actually happens is it looks like you've not been paid anything for February on the RTI feed, but you've been paid twice in March. What that means is you may get more in February than you should have and nothing in March. Now that doesn't sound too bad, but that depends on how much you made in March. If you don't have enough money to cover the basics, this can leave you high and dry. Now RTI disputes can take up to four weeks to resolve and by that point you're already behind on your payments. You might even not be allowed to apply for an advance or a budget in advance as they call it because your RTI feed says that you've earned too much money but that's not money that you have and no matter what information you supply it will still take 
up to four weeks because that is how they work. You can't speak to the RTI dispute team or the decision maker, as they call it, because that is not a department you can contact. The way to avoid this is finding out what your assessment period is. You need then need to take that information to your accountant and say, right, between these two dates, can you only submit one tax period? Because what I say speak, they go onto a computer system and say, have any payment declarations been made between these two dates? Universal Credit do is they speak to HMRC, they're then given the information with the amounts that are on those payment declarations. They're not given what those payment declarations are for. And so if, as in the example, two tax periods have been submitted within the same month, they take it that you've had two paydays in that month, which isn't the reality. Um, if you then go back in and have to update any of these inf bits of information, that then gets thrown up again as a new payment declaration on your RTI feed. So, again, it may look like you've been paid twice because Universal Credit isn't asking HMRC how many times you've been paid in a month. They're asking how many payment declarations have been made in that month. A payment declaration would be an adjustment to your tax band. It could be an adjustment to your wage for that month it, it could be anything that your accountants had to do but that information is then brought back up in your rti feed and it's this problem for you speaking to them and making it clear that if they could only make one within your assessment period will help your universal credit claim run as smoothly as possible and the pandemic and the lockdown it's vital that you can have something that you can rely on because if you've not got that money there, you might not you might not have savings, you might not have any way to borrow that money. You've got no access to anything and you are literally coming up against somebody who just says, well, the computer says no. And it is infuriating. And no matter how you try approach the DWP, they are not like any other entity that you, you've dealt with. They don't need you. They don't. They don't have any form of customer service, any kind of complaint system. If anything gets messed up, if they've screwed something up, that doesn't matter. They don't care, and that will leave you high and dry. The other thing I am gonna say is, at the moment, when you are trying to get through, it will tell you the line is busy. And you've just got to keep ringing and keep ringing and keep ringing and keep ringing until it connects. And once it connects, I've found that you get through relatively quickly. And whatever you're dealing, whatever you're trying to process, whether it's making a new claim, following up on something, it is purely dependent on the person you get on the other end of that phone. And I have encountered many of these handlers who just do not care. They don't want to be helpful. They don't want to help process whatever you are. They don't care what problem you're in. They are literally there to do a job and will tell you the computer says no. It just leaves you completely disillusioned with the system. Um, unfortunately, you just have to persevere with it. Um, I'm hoping that this information is, you know, is going to help. 
because even coming out of the other side of this pandemic, there will be a lot of self-employed people who are now going to have to rely on that system for the next six to eight months just until they've got that solid footing that allows them to come out of the system. I'm sorry you guys are having to go through this. It is not something that any business owner would actively choose to do to claim universal credit, but these aren't normal times, and yes, there is an element of pride where you don't think you should be claiming. I mean, I know I felt that way, and it is a bit of pill to swallow, but the universal credit system is a safety net for us who are self-employed, and the economy has ground to a halt so abruptly that it is affecting so many people. There is no shame in claiming, um, and as long as you're getting back on your feet and trying to get back out there to, to, to get your business back up and running, that is what the system is there for. Um, and hopefully it will help you get through this rough patch, um, much as I'm hoping it's going to get me through it as well. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, I'm going to be covering numerous other topics related to being self-employed and running a business um, over the coming weeks, partly because I have nothing else to do. I am trapped in the house, much like you, um, but also because I've encountered um, numerous people who have given me advice on different topics, and I think it's a fantastic way of share the advice that I've been given and also share some of the resources that I've discovered from being a small business owner as well as being self-employed um, and a good way for me to distribute those to you guys. Yeah, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe, share, do all the stuff that the YouTubers that your kids watch tell them to do. time for me to run my mouth about the reality of being self-employed and running your own business. Welcome to MBFM. I'm your host, Jack Morton.